As we get close to the March Madness Basketball Tournament, I want to discuss another subject whose final outcome is also uncertain at this point, the upcoming fiscal year 2022 defense budget top line. First, let's get a little perspective on this topic that is always hotly debated in both the executive branch and the legislative branch, going all the way back to when Alan Inthoven penned his classic think piece in 1971 about the DOD budget entitled, How Much Is Enough? This classic was put out by the Rand Corporation and examined the new system for determining and allocating defense resources put in place by then Secretary of Defense, Robert McNamara, and it was called the Planning, Programming, and Budgeting System, PPBS, which today is pretty much the way Charlie Hitch designed it for McNamara, but it has been renamed the Planning, Programming, Budgeting, and Execution System, PPBE. But the same debate happens each and every year. The issue of how much for defense and it's examined in detail in both the Pentagon and in the Congress, and it's particularly true with a change of administrations. One of the key elements of the presidential campaign in 1980 between Presidents Jimmy Carter and candidate Ronald Reagan was the size of the defense budget, with Reagan arguing for a much higher defense top line considering the threats and the post-Vietnam build-down in DOD. After he won the presidency, Reagan put in place what has come to be known as the Reagan buildup and is remembered in fond terms by defense hawks. During his eight years in office, Reagan spent close to $5 trillion on defense measured in FY17 constant dollars. When the Berlin Wall came down and the Soviet Union and Warsaw Pact collapsed, the removal of those external threats caused then President Bush with Secretary of Defense Dick Cheney and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs Colin Powell to significantly reduce defense expenditures, and that pattern was followed in the Clinton years. This changed with 9-11, which resulted in a return to increasing defense budget in the Bush years, and this held true during the Obama administration when we hit annual spending rates that exceeded the highest levels during the Reagan years. In fact, during Obama's eight years, he spent $6 trillion on defense, which exceeded Reagan's totals, but due to the increased cost of personnel, weapon systems, DOD's overhead, and the cost of the wars, the size of the combat forces would decrease as they do in the, did during the Bush-Cheney era. These all-time high totals were true, even with the sequester years, which had a very negative impact on both modernization and warfighting readiness. This prompted President Trump to increase the originally planned defense stop line during his first three years in office. Yet his FY21 request was flat compared to the FY20 actuals and his projection for the five years going forward, FY21 through FY26 were also flat, but included inflation, which in DOD for every 1% of inflation requires an additional $7 billion. This brings us to the current database, which ranges from defense hawks who say we need three to 5% real growth to implement the national strategy, to those who argue for deep defense cuts, so up to 10%, a proposal that was soundly defeated in both the House and the Senate in the last Congress, and in my judgment, would not pass in this new Congress either. To me, the serious debate will be between the flat budget and the modest increases of three to 5%.
to assess the top line for defense for FY22, the upcoming fiscal year, which starts October 1, 2021, we need to understand there are two major categories when discussing the national security function of government. Function 050 is all of national security and includes the Department of Energy, nuclear weapons, intelligence spending, and several other minor categories. Congress appropriated approximately $740 billion for this in FY21. Function 051 is just the DOD base budget and the Overseas Contingency Fund, and Congress appropriated $708 billion for this in FY21. Recent media reports indicate the Biden administration is considering for DOD, the 051 function, the flat Trump budget projection for FY22 at $708 billion, but with an important wrinkle, no inflation increases included. So this would mean a loss of purchasing power in the new budget, and this would be carried forward due to the future year defense plan. The flat Trump budget was planned at $730 billion for FY22. Further, it is clear that the Biden Pentagon has priorities such as making the DOD more resilient against COVID, dealing with the climate and environmental impacts on DOD, and they have over 15 major reviews underway, from reviewing the nuclear modernization plans to the laydown of the global force posture. This will clearly result in changes to the Trump future year defense plan, which Congress will have to consider no matter the top line amount. So just like in 1971, when the debate was how much is enough for defense, we will have the top line debate again this year. In my view, it's more important to have the debate focus on how much are we getting for what we spend rather than just the totals. We clearly need to get more bang for the buck for every dollar we spend, and this will be the subject of a future Pinaro perspective. Thanks for listening. 